Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Nirmal Malaikul. For weeks, Senator Joe Manchin has hosted what Politico has been calling Manchin's meet and greets, a group of bipartisan senators looking to pass something related to energy, climate, and the environment. So far, five meetings have happened, but there's been no sign that any of them would lead to tangible legislation anytime soon. Now, Politico's Josh Siegel is reporting that Republicans are growing frustrated and ready to bail on those talks. So today, Josh and I talk about why Republicans might be done with Manchin's meet and greets and what that means for Democrats' reconciliation hopes moving forward as the midterms loom. It's Monday, June 6th. Josh, you're reporting that Senate Republicans are frustrated with the bipartisan talks led by Senator Joe Manchin that have taken place over the past few weeks and don't see a reason to continue them unless something dramatically changes. Why are they bailing on these talks now? Yes. So Senate Republicans are frustrated by the lack of progress towards actually reaching a deal with centrist Democrat Joe Manchin, the Energy Committee chairman, who really convene this group of allies, like-minded senators, kind of centrist types, and also members who are just active on energy issues. And I've covered five of these meetings already. The fifth most recent happened right before the Memorial Day recess. And there wasn't a ton of optimism coming out of that. It was a lot of kind of reach this decisive moment. And the big thing is Manchin is really facing a lot of pressure from Democrats to make a decision on if he seriously wants to do a revised reconciliation package. And the Republicans feel like who I spoke with, especially Kevin Kramer, a senator from North Dakota, being the most vocal, came out of the last meeting, basically saying that he felt like Manchin didn't give strong indications that he wants to do something bipartisan or that he sees something that can be accomplished bipartisan. And the Republicans are saying They feel like Manchin, as Kramer put it, his heart might be in wanting to do something bipartisan. That's the nature of Joe Manchin. He always likes to work bipartisan. But his commitment right now is in reconciliation, is what Kramer told me. Got it. Now, these talks always seemed like a long shot to actually produce legislation. Do we have any idea if Democrats and Republicans ever got close to a deal? And what was on the table in those discussions? Yeah, my sense was they were never close. It was really exchanging ideas. So they were discussing these tax credits. And then they also, at a very high level, discussed ideas of like a carbon border adjustment that would put a tariff on imports of high polluting goods. They talked about relaxing permitting rules to spur construction of different types of energy infrastructure. And the Republicans tell me that they did, in the last meeting, frame a potential deal around these ideas. They never put pen to paper or anything, but they basically were saying, hey, like these pillars could represent a deal. And they said that Manchin was kind of noncommittal about it. Now, Democrats and staff of, of Democrats are pushing back a little bit and said that there was nothing really on the table much at all. But yeah, no, they were they were never close. 
And you mentioned that Republicans you've talked to are also saying that, you know, moving forward, Manchin might be leaning toward a reconciliation deal. Is that how Democrats are reading things as well? So I think Democrats are being much more cautious in how they read into what Manchin says, because they were burned in the original iteration of Build Back Better. And Manchin, of course, did block reconciliation back in December, and they felt like (laughs) Their mistake then was they made negotiations very public facing and that eventually it annoyed Manchin. So they're being much more cautious in kind of how they read what Manchin said. So Senator Brian Schatz, Democrat of Hawaii, who is in these bipartisan discussions, told me that Manchin was not very firm in, in the kind of how he, you know, Republicans are saying, oh, you know, Manchin said in, in our last meeting that he wants to do reconciliation, but Schatz told me that it was not nearly that definitive. So they say he's still being kind of Joe Manchin, pretty opaque in how he, you know, he doesn't really commit to one thing or the other. And we'll see his actions will speak louder than words here in the next few weeks. Got it. Should we expect more bipartisan meetings focused on energy and climate? Or has the emphasis shifted to a Democrats only effort to pass a bill through reconciliation? Well, I think it really remains to be seen as Congress returns from recess this week. Senator Manchin, at least publicly, his spokesperson told me that Manchin continues to work with bipartisan colleagues to find solutions to address climate and energy security needs. So he's not publicly throwing in the towel on bipartisan. But of course, if the Republicans don't want to do it, then there's no bipartisan meetings. Republicans tell me that Manchin, of course, could still meet individually with Republicans and they would be open to that and kind of helping inform potential policies that Manchin might support in reconciliation. And yes, all eyes will now be on reconciliation. I know it's a broken record at this point, but we are really in crunch time here if Democrats want to do anything. Manchin has been talking with Democratic leader Chuck Schumer And in individual meetings, everyone seemed to think any deal would come down to those two. So we'll have to see. But of course, Democrats will want that to be the focus. Also, the Biden administration finalized biofuel blending volumes for 2020 through 2022 on Friday. The move slightly lowered the overall amount of the fuels to be consumed this year from the level proposed in December, as the Environmental Protection Agency seeks to strike a balance between the politically powerful oil and agriculture industries during record high fuel prices. The finalized rule for 2022 will also align with levels previously set by Congress and keeps intact the agency's effort to end the Trump administration's use of small refinery exemptions to free many plants from the program's blending requirements. For context, refiners are required under the renewable fuel standard to blend a minimum volume of renewable fuels into the nation's fuel mix or else purchase tradable credits known as renewable identification numbers. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Nirmal Malaykul, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron is exploring ways to expand their hydrogen fuel production to help make heavy-duty transport lower carbon? Find out more at chevron.co slash 
hydrogen fuel.